Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and everything pop culture related. And today, we're going to be reviewing the latest Netflix series, Sweet Tooth. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host and my good friend, Demol. How are you doing today, man? It's 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 late at night, and we decided to do this last minute. Um, I don't know when this is going to come out, but hopefully soon. But yeah, how you been? Sup, big man? How's it going? <laughs> Not much, sweet teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I just love their love their rapport. It's so good. Yeah, like, and for the longest time, I've been trying to binge this theory, or I've been meaning to watch it. At first, I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe, and then. You were like, no, it's like really, really good. And I was like, oh, okay. Like that's, that's actually reassuring. And you're like, yeah, I, I feel like, like you feel like I actually like it's, it. It's up your alley. It really is. And wow, what a journey it's been. I literally spent the entire day binging this. Um, this I can't this think show. of a better way to spend a Sunday. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's eight episodes, which is really, really great. You know, we'll get into uh, the nooks and crannies here in a bit, but yeah, so uh, how how was your Sunday? You just been hanging out, chilling? Yeah, just lazy as always. I feel that, man. I mean, what we got two weeks until um, Fourth of July, so that's pretty cool. So I mean, it's it is what it is, but yeah, I've, I've been pretty much doing the same thing. I platinumed um, Ratchet and Clank, ripped apart. So officially, officially yeah! done with that. So kind of wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> Just to be a little, just just a little excited because it was a lot of fun to uh, to complete, and um, I guess it's back to Mass Effect <laughs> for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Mass Effect three grind, and you know all the great games were going to be coming to Game Pass and whatnot. So um, I think we're going to be trying out a lot of that stuff. But have have you have you uh, thought about uh, buying Last of Us Part Two yet? Because this this story of Sweet Tooth really kind of reminds me that, that has a lot of parallels between that and the last of us i'll get it eventually <laughs> come on Devin. A, a nice sale continue the story yeah i know what you mean honestly like oh i i mean it's been out it's officially been out for a year as of yesterday on the uh on saturday june 19th so it has officially been out for a year which isn't bad so honestly i think around holiday time or even amazon prime day that's around the corner too isn't it tomorrow oh that's tomorrow yep oh man well r.i.p to my uh, amazon open up the wallet yeah I was, that's exactly what i was gonna say i mean you, you got your eye on anything or you kind of just hanging out <laughs> i have no idea there's always something that pops up yeah man because it's like i feel like what was it last year we didn't really get too much or was it two years ago? There were, like, I guess Amazon Prime Day has seen better days, but apparently there's other stores that will also be uh, competing with Amazon Prime on Prime Day. So I think Walmart, uh, Target for sure, maybe Best Buy. I'm not entirely sure, but I mean, hey, I'll, I'll see what they have and kind of just stock up on what I can. But uh, before we begin today's show, uh, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at film optics. That is optics with an X for all of our latest announcements. We're on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify. And lately, did you hear about this Devin? Uh, Facebook may be getting into the podcast game. 
I saw that. So we got to, we, we, we got to input that, that RSS feed wherever we can, wherever we can. So I think that starts on the 22nd. I read a few articles about it. I saw some people who got like uh, invited to it. So I'm not 100% how this all is supposed to work. And I'm doing a little bit of research on the Apple. Uh, they're doing like their own content creator program thing. So I, I really don't know. We'll, we'll just have to kind of keep our ears to the ground on that one. But hey, man, like it is what it is. So let's just uh, let's let's get started here with our sweet tooth review. Um, we're going to do a little bit of a non-spoiler section for those who haven't watched it. Um, I believe this uh, it dropped on oh on the June fourth. So earlier this month. This is actually like our first series review that we've done that kind of just, you know, we're not really all for the, uh, we, we, I guess we usually do like new releases, not saying that this isn't a new release, but, um, it's just, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's just get started here. It is a little bit late, so we're going to try to, you know, tackle this, uh, as quickly as we can, but not too quick, of course. But, um, the story is as follows a boy, who is half human, half deer survives in a post-apocalyptic world with other hybrids. That's like, <laughs> that's the, that's the synopsis on IMDb. Our creators is uh, Jim Mickle and Beth, uh, Beth Schwartz, not Ben Schwartz. Almost had a bit of, a, I was like, wait, Ben Schwartz when I saw it on Sonic, Sonic, Sonic. He's a hybrid, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's a hybrid. <laughs> Um, so there are eight episodes uh, total for season one, and the cast is uh, as follows: We have Nasono, Anzoi, Anozi, Anozi, and then we have Christian uh, Christian Covery and Stefani Laville Owen. Uh, Christian uh, Convery plays uh, Gus, our hero in this journey. And I believe this is also a DC property, if I'm not mistaken, which is odd because I've never heard of Sweet Tooth before. Have you? I have not. Hmm. Except for when the series was originally announced. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. producing. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. I was like, okay, he's you know he's getting his hands a little bit in there. You, you see a lot of actors today that are um, that that are getting their hands into that because I feel like it's maybe the next step. You know, they don't want to necessarily direct, but producing, I'm, I guess you're calling more of the shots. So then executive producer is like you know up there. But yeah, I, I wanted to get your thoughts about this first because I mean, I literally just finished the series myself, but I wanted to get your, you know, your initial reactions um, to the series because you watched it, what, about a week or two ago? Yeah, sometime around there. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. It's, um, tell me yeah, what's on your mind. I really, I really enjoyed it overall. It's just like a really fun ride. And it, I think it came out at a perfect time because we're, I'm not going to say we're we're past the pandemic, but we're at a more comfortable spot, I guess. Mm. So this this show being about a pandemic, it's kind of more entertaining to watch. It's not as depressing as it would have been if it came out like last year. Like imagine watching this <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, with, with no end in sight. Yeah, I was going to I mean, we're technically still in the pandemic, even though it seems that the general public has kind of forgotten that rule because I was at um I went to Costco today to pick up some things 
And like, even though I am vaccinated, like I still wear my mask just out of like the respect of other people. But I think I was like maybe one of 10 people in the entire store that was actually wearing a mask. And yeah, it's definitely becoming like 50, 50 here. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of weird. I mean, like I, I get it, but I mean, I'm assuming everyone is vaccinated, but I'm not 100% sure if that's like true because you know, unless you have the card to prove it, you know, if you got the Pfizer, the Johnson Johnson, well, there's, there's another one out there as well, but yeah, it's, it is kind of weird, but yeah, this, um, this series really does uh, reflect on what's going on in like today's world. I like, I like how they call them the sick. Yeah. Did you get the sick? <laughs> the sick. It, it's so everyone's trying to avoid the word quarantine at all costs, which is hilarious because it's, it's like, okay, like we know what it is. Like they're literally, they literally wear masks in the series, like it, throughout the entire series. And it's like, oh, okay. Like you can kind of tell when this was, uh, you know, uh, films, but it, it still is kind of funny because I, I really don't know. We haven't really seen like, obviously like with, with a lot of movies that during, you know, depending on the time, um, it kind of reflects, you know, what's going on in the world. And like, yeah, we've gotten like, what, what was that? Uh, that one HBO max with, uh, Anne Hathaway and, um, the guy from Ooh, that was rough <laughs> lockdown lockdown. It's like, yeah. Okay. You know, it, it was, it was a virus movie and whatnot, but this really kind of just mimics what was going on. You know, like there, there was a more of a contagion, you know, the sick as we talked about and, you know, yeah. the, and, the, and to go along with that storyline, they also have what I recommended, why I recommended the show to you is just that classic, like that classic duo journey. Yeah. Like kind of the Ellie Joel or the Shrek donkey. <laughs> I, was, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's other ones. I don't know what those are the only two that I can think of. Yeah. I, I will say overall, I, I got a lot of last of us vibes from this and I'm like, this is just so weird. I'm like, I, I kind of got it with a quiet place part two a little bit. And I, I guess this is just, you know, the new thing, you know, you get the classic duo on a journey, whether it be like a girl and like a, a girl and girl, a girl and a guy or, you know, vice versa or whatever. But this, you know, they, they, they go to Colorado, not for a cure, but to find uh sweet tooth's mother um, also, actually, hold on really quick. Um, there we go. Spoiler section from here on out. I do apologize. We're doing this late at night, so we do apologize. It's not as structured as our... It's, it's been a few weeks. Yeah. If, if you haven't watched it, just watch. Yeah, that is very, very true. Um, <laughs> because, what, June? Yeah, June 4th is when it dropped. So, I mean, it's and it's only eight episodes long. They're not... The episodes aren't super long. I think there's only... They're a solid 40 to 50 yeah, I would say I think the season, um, the season starter and the finale are hitting around fifty. Especially the first episode, which I really, really enjoyed. It yeah, sets the, up, the first one was such a good hook. Yeah, it sets up so much, and you know, you you find out like obviously, you know, they don't give you every uh, the entire story, but you kind of have have an idea of what's going on. You know, Gus and his father. Um, during, uh, what are the, not the ripple, but like the crack or, um, during the sick, like during that pivotal part where, 
you know, the, the entire world kind of just shuts down. So it is that post-apocalyptic world, but not as post-apocalyptic as you may think because things are still operable, but I mean, society has definitely lost its way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, I, I can see the similarities there, but um, yeah, like, I mean, as I said, the first episode starts off so strong and it just really gets you set up and excited for the rest of the, uh, for the rest of the series, uh, especially like the very, very end, you know, you, you get so much backstory between Gus and his father. Yeah. And- I love, I love Will Forte in this pubba. <laughs> pubba. That's right. I, for some, for some reason, I thought you said Bubba. I was like, no, it's Pubba. It's like kind of like Papa, but man. yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know where they got that from. Is this a comic? Is because I know it's yeah. a, it is okay. It is okay. Um, yeah. So I I wasn't sure if there was it was. I know it was like a DC property, but I just never really heard a sweet tooth before. But he does have a sweet tooth, like literally, like the kid's obsessed with. Candy, oh yeah, which is <laughs> which is kind of hilarious. But and he and he just drinks syrup. Yeah, maple syrup to be. Um, <laughs> to be a little bit more precise there, but yeah. Um, so like, I guess going through the journey, what, what did you think of like the side characters and especially the vi- the villain? Cause I was getting a little bit of Dr. Robotnik vibes, just like his. Yeah. His I was, was going to bring that up too. He, he looks a lot like Dr. Robotnik, but he's a lot more boring. That's, that's one of the big <laughs> issues I had with the series was the villain was just really lame. Very generic. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of bad just to be bad. We don't really know anything about him. We didn't get any background on him really. Right. He just kind of shows up places. And <laughs> does bad things. I think he showed up like maybe three or four times throughout the entire series. But I, I think that society ever since, you know, the sick happened, like the crack that happened between, you know, the, the, the pandemic that they're in, they, they equate the, the hybrid children, which you know are a hybrid between, pretty much any kind of animal you can think of and a human. Um, they, they kind of associate the hybrid. They, they really nailed the look for Gus down, by the way. Like that, that was so important. They, they made him look like, like it looks natural. It looks like it could be real. A hybrid deer child. Yeah. Like it, even down to like his, not, not even just his antlers, but like his ears, like the the yeah. way that they, they moved, you know, the, the mannerisms of, um, you know, how it kind of conveyed with his emotions. Like you can, def- some, some of the other ones, not so much. They look a little <laughs> strange, it's but about- they, they nailed, they nailed the main character. That's Are you talking matters. about the gopher? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The that was weird. I forgot the gopher's name. Oh my gosh. That was Bobby. So- I think, I think so. Yeah. And yeah, it's the, um, Guys, yeah, like like you said, the, the makeup and everything, it, it does look very real. I mean, some of the CGI shots throughout the series could be a bit better, but I kind of just overlooked that because I wasn't really, you know, you, you can't really expect like the best graphics in the world for everything. But like you said, they definitely nailed Gus and, you know, with him, with him and a big man, uh, uh, he actually played in um, Game of Thrones for a bit as well, but uh, did, didn't make it too far. He, he got locked in a vault. <laughs> so it, it's, it was really nice to see, you know, how, how, how it is like a coming of age series because they do meet Bear 
along the way, which was crazy with that adventure. But, you know, when, when Sweet Tooth first meets Big Man after um, Sweet Tooth's uh, dad passes away from the sick with that weird, like, um, that weird pinky thing. Like, yeah, the pinky twitch. Yeah, like, well, what did you think about that really quick? I was, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. It's, in, it's, I guess, it's important to set up that there's a, there's a sign, a telltale sign, if, if you have the disease. Yeah. Because otherwise, you wouldn't even know. It, it seems like that is like the sign that everyone looks for. It's like because you you see it like there's three there's three storylines throughout this entire series. You know, you have Sweet Tooth and Big Man. You 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 have the uh, the doc, the uh, Doctor Indian Indian couple, and then um, you have uh, the the lady who was at uh, at the zoo. Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. Um, it's funny that you could you were kind of struggling to remember the last one because I thought there was like one too many storylines. That zoo one was pretty <laughs> weak compared to the other two. I do agree that that was my least favorite storyline. I guess you can call that the C plot, but I really like how they are. You know, throughout the end of the uh, the series finale, that everything is kind of coming together. Finally, these yeah. characters are starting to interact that, with that end. Another. That ending when when they all they all hug Gus. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh yes, there's my bullet. Uh, big Big Man was. Uh, it's it's so it, and like especially with like Bear. I don't want to get your thoughts about her in a second and her her crew, her her tribe. You know, the, um, her tribe trying to um, you know protect the hybrid because you know they think that they're pretty much like you know the the second coming of like the human race, like the evolution, and you know they're going to save the planet and whatnot. Um, but later on that we do find that, uh, Gus was actually a, um, like the first, like the first hybrid science experiment and we kind of, uh, see how his quote unquote, you know, his adoptive parents or j- just his parents, you can call them actually met, which was interesting. Um, but before we get into that, I wanted to get your thoughts about bear, really quick and her kind of her storyline. Did, did you feel like she was too like one note about, you know, cause she wasn't too crazy about um, humans, but I, w- I wanted to get your, your thoughts on her. Yeah. I thought, I thought she was all right. She mm. kind of gave me, um, I forgot her character's name from stranger things. Her, um, lives of her. No, the new one they added. Oh, Max. Worked at the, yeah. Yeah. Kind of gave me Max vibes. Yeah, but um, I guess the issue I have with that is that they kind of just ditched their crew after like the one episode. <laughs> I thought it was kind of interesting that they had a crew of, of teenagers looking at looking out for hybrids. But that she started, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and then they kind of just like, she kind of just leaves them, which was weird. And then they don't revisit it. I I can kind of understand her leaving because you did see the inner turmoil between Bear and Tiger. Um, their their code names. Um, so I I thought that was actually pretty interesting how the how the position of power can quickly change. I mean, we've seen it in movies like Rise of the Planet of the Apes, like that entire trilogy, and you know everyone's seeing that. Oh well, you know, like the original leader seems to have lost their way. They're not really like you know uh, standing for the principles that you know we once held true to our own. And, you know, uh, Bear kind of sees uh, the relationship between 
uh, Big Man and Sweet Tooth after a while and seeing how they actually do care for one another. But I wanted to talk about the writing a little bit as well, because like during the beginning, <laughs> uh, when Sweet Tooth and Big Man are like just starting out, like it's probably some of the funniest scenes ever. Like, yeah, I, I love the first like <laughs> three episodes. Yeah. They were just so entertaining. Yeah. Uh, did any episodes fall short for you? Like at all? Did you feel I, any I adding? Really, at all? I really didn't like the train episode. I thought I that was I don't okay. Know what it, yeah. The CGI was really rough in that one, first of all. <laughs> like all the, everything that happened in the train on the like around the train. Just yeah. Rough. It it literally it's like, okay, like we know that <clears throat> we know that they're on like a green screen, but it's like that was like too obvious. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just did not like that train episode. Okay. Uh I I yeah, because we they finally get to the train, you know, after like an episode or two of trying. And it was like, I, I, I think I'm there with you. I do believe that it was like, it was just okay. Like it didn't like, it was the entire episode was served for them to finally get to Colorado to this, this hate, this safe Haven where all the hybrids live. And I believe that was, that wasn't the zoo. Was it? Was that the airplane? Uh, I think it was the zoo. I think it was too. Yeah. And like you said, they, they were, they're kind of switching back and forth a lot. Um, but I, I feel like each storyline uh, received it's, it's a, you know, ample amount of time. Yeah. Like, I also, I really love the, uh, the background episode on his mom and dad. That was awesome. When, when Pubba met Birdie, his mom, it's really, it was really cool to see his mom. Cause we hadn't up until then, but she seems like a really cool character. And of course, Pubba's really f- funny. <laughs> yeah it's it's cool it's funny because you know you never really know when the light when you know where life's gonna lead you and you you kind of see um uh it's just yeah it's just a wild how it all happened like they had they go on one date and it lasts all night ooh. and then by the end of it they're they're breaking out this hybrid <laughs> animal from the, the lab and she just kind of leaves it with him. Yeah. It all happens so fast. She's like, Hey, you know, by the way, I need to go back to my work because there's this, you know, this, this virus that could potentially affect millions of lives. And yeah, like it's, it's, you, you find out Gus as, you know, he's a little bit older than the other hybrids. He's, he's one of the, of a few hybrids that can actually, actually speak uh, English fluently, which apparently isn't a thing. And it kind of just, yeah, it just snowballs, escalates into like all these other things. And, you know, Bubba's like, wait, what? Like, th- this is this too much. You know, we just met. He's like, hey, like, I think you're a great girl, but it- it's it's just too much. And he kind of just goes with it. But like, you can definitely tell that he was in love or at least interested in, you know, um, in-, in Birdie at the time and we as as we know we later find out um towards the season finale that you know birdie is alive and well and she gets in contact with bear so i thought that was pretty cool how they're yeah i love that ending setting up that season two <coughs> come on netflix seriously i was like man like th- that was a perfect setup for the next season like I was looking at the runtime because um, after when uh, Big Man kind of gets shot, I was like, there's no way they're ending it like right here, right here. And then, um, you know, Sweet Tooth runs into the Indian doctor and it's just, it's, it's so good. Like it sets up so much for, um, 
for season two. But was there anything else you kind of wanted to uh, touch on before we close out here? What did you think of that? Uh, that the doctor side story. I actually liked it. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting because <laughs> he's just like, he's like humanity's last hope basically. Yeah. The end. And he killed his, na- well, okay. Indirectly killed his neighbor with, with the horse. That horse. <laughs> she was so funny. nosy, man. So nosy. And I was like, ah, oh, she, she had Karen vibes all over. Just, I, I oh, was yeah. not feeling it whatsoever, but she did such a great job. It, but yeah, I really like how he he finds like a temporary cure for um, her her uh, his um, his wife. You know, in the community that they live in, it's like if if someone gets the sick, then they you know they quarantine them and then they literally burn their entire house down because of those uh, purple velvet like violet flowers. Like anytime like someone dies with the sick, apparently those show up and. You know, we we find out with uh, the Indian doctor, uh, Doctor C or Singh, I think it was, um, that you know he's been harboring his wife who has the sick, but she's not contagious, so it's kind of hard to you know talk to people when all they see is that twitching little pinky. But yeah, yeah, I I, I did enjoy it though. Like I really liked their character, like development, and you know, Doctor Singh kind of just. Um, yeah, I, I guess, you know, choosing to do what's right because he does run into Sweet Tooth later on um, during the season finale. And, you know, he, he's so amused and uh, f- uh, about Sweet Tooth because Sweet Tooth can talk. And, you know, <laughs> they were supposed to extract Sweet Tooth for the cure. So I guess the cure is more of they need to, like, kill X amount of, like, hybrid children in order to... Uh, to quote unquote, make, make the cure a success. But we've kind of seen with a lot of other um, stories, especially with the last of us, it's like, Oh, you know, well, if, you know, spoiler, if you haven't seen the last of us, you know, the only way to find a cure for Ellie, uh, I mean, for humanity, because Ellie is immune is to extract it from, you know, Ellie's brain, but, and thus killing Ellie in the process um, but it, it's kind of, it kind of shows you that, you know, even if there is a cure out there, it doesn't necessarily mean that things are going to go back to normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just people fighting over it over and over and over again. But yeah, I do apologize. I'm rambling here a bit, but what's, uh, anything else you wanted to touch on before we uh, wrap up here? I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the narrator, James Brolin. I liked, liked hearing his voice. It was very it's got a little bit of twang, but it's also very comforting. It's very soothing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He has it. it, it the, the entire series really gave me like season one gave me this, this storybook telling feeling, you know, like it wasn't like all fairy tales. But it's the, it's the hero's journey. Yeah. It is literally the hero's journey. And I, I, I enjoy uh Christian, uh, uh, Convery as, um, as Sweet Tooth, you know, I think he does a fantastic job. You know, Sweet Tooth is it's it's much like a lot of these other characters, especially like uh like Goku and um and the original Dragon Ball, where he's his heart is so like innocent and so pure that you know when it comes to like portraying someone, like he he has to kind of figure things out on his own, and it really is like the fish out of our experience. So like 
his, you know, his father like wrote books for him to read. So his father taught him how to read, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of things he hasn't um, experienced himself, especially like with music episode two and in the cabin, that was probably one of my favorites for sure. And it's like, that was magical. Yeah. And uh, you know, big man um, as he's called was so quick. He he was destroying people in that cabin. (laughs) He was like the, the, the thunder and lightning was going off. It was a badass. That was that. That was like some Batman level type stuff right there. Like one hundred percent. Like I was like, okay, I I see, I see you, big man. I see you. Uh, but yeah, like a lot of the side characters are, I think, are, I think are pretty great. You know, um, they aren't as forgettable. But um, that that town man, that neighborhood watch, thing was like a cult almost, like. I mean, I understand yeah, ha- weird. having like a close knit community, but you guys were getting a little too familiar up in there. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that pretty much uh, closes out. Like, unless <laughs> I know, I keep bringing it up. Like, anything else you wanted to touch on before we close out here? Because I think we're getting towards the end, at least. I think didn't we want- got it all. Yeah, I, I think I pretty much think we we got it all. Um, if I would say for all of our listeners out there, if you haven't watched it yet. Um, if it's available um, in your region for Netflix, definitely give it a watch. You know, it's yes, it's a DC um, property, but like there, it's it's not like your typical superhero anything. Actually, it's nothing like that whatsoever. It really is its own story, more of a coming of age. Um, you know, like like Devin said, a a buddy cop um, journey, uh, if you will, kind of globe trotting through the rest of the U.S. from Wyoming to Colorado, and it, it really is a great time. You know, like I said, um, it's only eight episodes, so you can definitely finish it in a day. You know, if if you have uh, have the time, I know I did. Um, you know, we got a three day weekend coming up here soon, and I I definitely um, implore people to go check this out. Cause it really is a heartwarming story. And, um, I, I really had a lot of fun with it. Um, you know, uh, I felt like the pacing was fine, uh, between the three storylines. I would, will agree that the two girls, uh, the woman and the girl, the, the half pig, half girl, human girl, um, that storyline was like, okay. Um, but I feel like they were trying to like make us afraid of like those little pink ribbons. Cause like, that means that their section has been marked and they know that they're there. Well, they already showed that with in the beginning with Papa and Gus. Yeah. I like being. that too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. How Papa had like a, a broom, but he's still like 20, 30 feet back. <laughs> make it seem like it's a shotgun. I yeah. was like, all right, that, that's actually kind of clever. But and, uh, and also was, was it the cutest thing you've ever heard when, when uh, Gus was describing playing, uh, catch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. They called it, but he was like, I think he called it have a catch or something. Yeah. And, and big man used to be his, his character's name is big man. That's why we keep referring him to as that, but he used to be a football player and you know, Gus is like trying to explain to him what the rules are. He's like, yeah, you know, like you have to keep passing the ball around, uh, you know, and if it hits the ground, somebody loses. And he's like, yeah, I mean that's pretty much football, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Like he related to him on that level, and I really just love the uh, the chemistry between um, b- between the two main characters for sure. It it really kind of just brings things into light, and the script is is so well done. You know, with uh, with Big Man trying to get rid of uh, Sweet Tooth, however he can, 
but yeah, let's uh, let's let's get into our um, our our ratings here. So I'm actually gonna go first with this uh, rating scale. I'm I'm gonna give this probably like a a, a solid like um, I give it like a solid A minus. Um, honestly, like I, I think it's a very well thought out story. Like it's nowhere near perfect. You know, like we said, um, the, um, the, one of the three storylines kind of like loses us a little bit because not too much happens until like the very end. It's kind of like they're there to serve the purpose as to, you know, meet up with the other characters, which they do. Um, but other than that, I really did enjoy it. You know, like I, I binged all eight episodes today, started earlier this morning and, kind of just never left. You know, I took a little bit of a break, uh, once episode four was over because, um, it, it was more of the, uh, you know, just, just, just a little bit of breath of fresh air, but I was able to knock it all out in one day, which I'm very, very surprised because I haven't done that in a very long time, but Devin, let me get your score on sweet tooth. Yeah. I was going to go with a, a solid B like an 85. Mm. I think we mentioned earlier the the biggest issue for me was, the villain just being so lame. Mm. Um, that definitely knocked it down to the, to the B range for me. But okay. other than that, um, it was still really enjoyable. Like I would definitely recommend it again. Yeah, definitely. And l- like we say, you know, hope, hopefully Netflix is listening out there and we, we get a season two of sweet tooth because uh, like I said, I was not sure what to expect from this, um, from this uh, series and I sat down, I finally watched the trailer. I was like, Oh man, this actually does look like it's right up my alley. I mean, for the most part, the, uh, the story is simple and very, very easy to follow. So, you know, it's not like there's a crap ton of characters you have to keep up with, but yeah, that, that pretty much concludes everything. Uh, before we get out of here, I just wanted to go through a little bit more of housekeeping. So, uh, but before we do, of course, wanted to thank Devin for always coming on to the podcast and, you know, it's talking shop about movies and TV shows, especially. Is, is this a pretty big year for TV? I'm not going to lie so far. Yeah. Yeah. Have you started East of Maritown at all? No. I hear that one's pretty good. I think that's on HBO, but I've also, I watched the actors on actors with uh, Kaylee Kuko and um, uh, Elizabeth Olsen. And like, I kind of want to go back. Like I want to actually go and watch the flight attendant. Cause I hear that was pretty good, you know, and they were talking about each other's like recent projects and whatnot. But anyway, I digress. Uh, what's up next on the docket? Um, by the time this is out, our iCarly review, uh, of the first three episodes will be out as well. And also go check out our Luca review. And, um, we have been covering Loki, um, weekly so we have by the time this is out i believe uh episode three should already be uh out and about for you guys um out there so yeah it's 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 been kind of crazy um on our side but i just wanted to say right now like for everyone listening um i do believe well we are going to be taking a step back from youtube at least for now um just with like you know everything that's going on in both of our lives and um, uploading it every single week. I don't necessarily have like the proper equipment to house a lot of um, the video files. So um, as at least as of right now, so I think we're going to be taking a step back on YouTube for now, because I mean, no one wants to listen to a still image on YouTube. You know, you, you, you go there for the video content that you, you yeah. want to see people smiling faces and we promise we're going to give it to you guys. We just have to 
wait a little bit longer, you know, um, hopefully by the, uh, hopefully by like the beginning of next year, next year, we can kind of start fresh and, uh, go from there. Hopefully I'll have, um, a little bit better equipment by then, but we shall see. But I wanted to kind of put that out there. Uh, no, no YouTube for now, which, you know, it's not the end of the world. We're still going to be pumping out the same content. You still get to listen to our amazing voices. So, um, that pretty much, uh, settles it there. So, uh, let's, uh, wrap up here for today. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, we greatly appreciate it. If you can leave us a five star rating and review on Apple podcasts and follow us on Twitter at film optics, that is optics with the next to stay in the know that was devin my name is christian and we'll see you guys in the next one